This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, Amplify You family, Michelle Abraham, your host here today. I am so excited. We're going to have an Ask the Expert interview. I brought you all the way from Australia, Ian Hawkins. So Ian is an Amazon bestselling author who helps purpose-driven individuals maximize their impact. What I love about Ian is that he has helped impact-driven entrepreneurs and individuals be the best version of themselves and build meaningful connections with the most important relationships in their life which I think that's really cool. And Ian does this in a really unique way through personal coaching and he specializes in helping clients that are feeling stuck, exhausted, lacking clarity and direction. I think that is the majority of the world right now, Ian. So you're in the right place at the right time. So I would love to welcome Ian to our show. Welcome to the Amplify family. Thanks, Michelle. Great to be here. Awesome. So, so great to have you. So I wanted to also, you know, touch on how you do some of your personal coaching. You're using all sorts of different methodologies in your coaching, like um, NLP and positive psychology and your backgrounds in education and use meditation. What other kind of ways do you do your coaching? So it's very much tailored to the individual. So I've done different group training at different times and I still see the value in that where I do my best work is individually. So it's because it's really finding out what's going on for the individual person. So some people, well, all of us have these patterns of behavior that play out that stop us from moving forward and really creating that direction. So I find out what it is that is that's, that's holding them back while they create that vision for the future. So anyone who's purpose-driven already, they know they want to have an impact and they've got um, pretty big visions for where they want to go. It's just getting that clear on from a, a heart space, from an intuitive space to get the real clarity on exactly where they're heading within themselves, not being driven by external reasons or like driven by trying to impress people or to be um, proving other people wrong or whatever it is. And then whatever shows up that stops them from doing what their true path is then helping them to clear whatever those blockages are using, depending on the person, a, a particular tool or process that I have that will suit them. Awesome. So I love how you're, you're very individualized and in how you help people get through their stuck to unstuck the clarity that they need to move forward. Um, would you, where do you find people like are most like they get some success and then there's just something like stopping them from getting to the next level. Is that what you find? Like mostly where you find people get stuck at? Yeah, absolutely. So I've had that experience myself. I've done any number of courses from experts and, and the, the quality of the courses hasn't been in doubt. It's just that I haven't been able to move forward with many of those to where I thought I wanted to get because of the personal work that I had to do because of the, the inner healing that I had to do. And because I was out of alignment with who I really was and my, my true message. So, mm. so when, by helping other people to go through that same process that I've learned 
and know that when you do the inner healing work and when you find that alignment, then, then all of those programs, all of the knowledge that you now have already there will help you to move forward really quickly. It's, it's not, because I think what the experience for most people is they do that and they start doubting themselves and then they blame themselves and okay, what's wrong with me? Why can't I make this work? And it's like, well, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. It's just about what, what are those pieces of your patterning from usually from your whole life, right? Which are continuing mm -hmm. to play out that we need to get rid of, to be clear that we need to help you let go of so that you can move forward and, and really make that impact that you want to make and were born to make. Mm. I think that's really interesting because I think you've got kind of different kinds of people here. I think thinking about our audience, you might have people who know definitely that they're stuck and they keep, they can recognize that pattern. What about the people that maybe are not actually, don't each actually even realize that they've got a blockage or are stuck somewhere. Are there anything that we can do to kind of figure out if that's us or not? Yeah, that's a great question. It's, it's when you start coming across the resistance. So if you're finding that what you're doing now is really hard work and you're unable to move forward with it and you're not really sure why, and, and sometimes it feels like, should I even be doing this or you don't want to, all of those patterns of resistance that show up are showing that you, you that you're on the wrong path or that there's a block there that needs to be cleared. So yeah. I like the uh, analogy of when, when you're, in alignment and you're in your personal flow. So you're stepping into your genius. You let go of the oars and the, let the, the current take you downstream. Yeah. When, when we don't necessarily recognize that we're stuck or that we're lacking direction, that's when it feels like we're rowing upstream. Mm -hmm. And what happens there is we get continue to get more and more exhausted until we either hit burnout mm -hmm. or we have an illness or a sickness that comes and stops us in our tracks or we just keep fighting on, fighting on and not really being anywhere near as productive as we need to be. I love the quote. I think it was Abraham Hicks quote, 10 minutes of flow is worth more than 365 days of efforting. And if you're finding that you're in that space of efforting and trying to really push forward and making some progress, but not where you really want to get to, mm. then yeah, then it's time to drop the oars and, and or find out what it is that <laughs> is having you hold on to those oars so tightly so that we can get you into that space of flow where everything happens effortlessly and comes to you with ease. Yeah, that's awesome. So warning signs that were coming up uh, to some resistance could be that we're not feeling like we're moving forward or something. Like, so I know I can relate this back to um, doing my taxes <laughs> where it felt like it was annoying at first. And then it got, you know, then pushed to the side, pushed to the side, pushed to the side, but then it became this enormous task <laughs> that was impossible to move forward on. And I know when I finally um, got some help around getting unstuck around this whole thing, um, holy things just happened like that like super fast all of a sudden they start getting cleared up and it's like I made this big huge mountain in my head <laughs> of what it was like and what it was going to be like to do that work so is that that's is that a good example or a good analogy oh, of yeah <laughs> absolutely and what most people don't realize is a lot of their fear is actually around success so if we get ourselves caught in this pattern and trap of doing working really hard and keep yourself stuck in that pattern then we can avoid going to that level that which we know we will if we can clear this. So tax is a great example because once we get all our tax and our money sorted out, then we can let the abundance flow, right? Which is probably what happened for you once you did That's that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so if you're in a pattern where you are playing out the same behaviors again and again, which aren't allowing you to move forward, part of it might be asking yourself, if I can get this pattern removed, what that will what will that allow me to do? And if that 
part of the, your answer when you look at the magnitude of what you can achieve scares you a little bit, well, great, because that's the work that we need to do to help you remove whatever that block is that's having you playing small. So sometimes people don't know that they've got that block and they don't know that they, they can't move forward. And so that's what we were talking before, before we started recording about that's one of my key skills is being able to identify whatever that is, how that's showing up for you. I'm very sensory. So even on the other side of the world, right, I can feel what's going on for you. And when you talk about a certain topic and I'll go, okay, well, let's explore that. And then we can actually find out something that some may be aware of and others may not be at all. And we can let that go without having to, dive in and talk through all of, you know, all of the details of however that pattern showed up, because for some people that's really traumatic, but instead helping them to let it go in a really calm, peaceful and almost euphoric way so that we can get you moving forward and, and really excited about where we want to go. Yeah, it was interesting. So uh, just for our audience that's listening in here, I can share with you that. So Ian uh, said something about <laughs> how I'm working too hard right now because I was stumbling over this word that was working more, working less. <laughs> I can see I can't even say it. So <laughs> still stumbling on it. And that signaled to him in his body on the other side of the world that that was a, a place for me that I was working too hard. So, and it's interesting because right now, in my business that has been a major focus of trying to work less and work more efficiently and smarter. So we've been spending the whole month trying to organize and do systems and, and create, bring on new team members to delegate things. So it's, it's, it's real. It's, it's a real what you said. And it was very true. That is something that I'm working on getting, getting, uh, getting to be able to work less and, and enjoy life, enjoy my kids more. And still, I mean, to me, work is fun. Like I'm at the level where I love what I do. Um, but in order for us to grow as a business, I need to have to have to have some support. <laughs> so that, that is the only thing is this the support that is there. And now I've got this great team. So uh, hopefully in systems in place, so we're not doing all things over and over and over again. So that was a big help. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are the most common, do you commonly see people that are stuck in like their jobs or stuck in certain areas of their life, like relationships or is it health usually, or what are some more most common kind of things that you see people stuck in? For me, it's around self. Mm. So it can show up in a whole lot of different ways. It can show up in having trouble with your relationships. It can, it can show up in people not being valued in their workplace what we talked about, I work with a lot of business owners about them not being able to move forward. It all comes back to the same place and that's how we value ourselves. And that's our, that's our journey, right? The more we can value ourselves, who we really are, then the easier things get. And yes, there are challenges as we move forward. We just get so much better at dealing with them as we really step in to who we really are. So how it presents is usually similar to my journey, right? Like, mm. because I have been on this journey and excuse the dog in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been on this journey myself and I've had that place of not being stuck and it was all around my value, which I didn't know at the time. It's helping people in that space. So interestingly, a lot of my journey and excuse me while I just let the dog out so it doesn't make any more noise. A lot of my journey has been around me overcoming the grief from losing my father. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to help a lot of people in this space. And interestingly, I actually 
tend to attract people. I don't talk about that a lot in my messaging, but I tend to a lot of, attract a lot of people that have have lost a parent. And again, the majority being father or their their father's still living, but there's a disconnect there. Mm. So I'm able to help them work through whatever that is to be able to reestablish that connection and help them to to be able to not have that part of their life holding them back anymore. So, and at a really deeper level for people who have lost, lost someone in the physical world, helping them to, to create a connection there that actually allows them to feel peace within, well, some it's closure in a way, I guess, mm. but are able to feel into the energy of that relationship. And, and it's so healing to be able to find that um, place of love, no matter where they are on their journey. Mm, that's so cool. I can have a story that relates to that. When I was uh, when I was nineteen, I was backpacking around Europe, and the friend, a friend, good friend from high school, two of a, two of them came and visited me, and we were traveling together. And one of them was killed by a train, um, in in when we were traveling. And so that was over twenty one years ago. And just recently, in a reading, um, that relationship was like you know, I'd never heard from, like, I had tons of readings and tons of, you know, intuitive moments and things, but I've never actually seen, like, I never knew if she was okay. Right. And so, yeah. um, and I started talking about her in some of my talks on stages recently and she came through and said that, uh, you know, she was really excited that part of her legacy was part of my story. And, um, and she said in her, um, this is exactly how she would have said it too. She said, the other side, don't worry, I'm awesome. It's effing awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, like the person who was telling me this could never, could not even even like made that up. Like that was exactly yeah. how she would have said it. And so I felt like that was just like a piece that like really got some good closure for me. And it was just amazing yeah. to be able to have that connection. Right? Yeah, and I've got to tell you, as you were describing that story, I was just getting tingles all over, mm-hmm. and like that's all the confirmation I need to know that, yeah. like the power of that sort of connection with with yeah. their energy, and yeah, how beautiful for you to to have now taking her on your journey as part yeah, of your story. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's the reason why I help people get their message out there. She didn't get to get her message out there. We had lots of yeah. plans. And so, yeah, it's really neat to, you know, it's, I love how what you're saying as part of your journey, you were able to then get clarity on what you're meant to do. I too had that same experience. So for people that maybe don't have that clarity yet, do you have some tips or tools that they can use to kind of start getting some clarity around what their message is? Absolutely. Uh, One that I learned uh, way back when starting my personal development journey, 2012 or 13, I think it might've been. There's some guys, um, Daniel Priestley and... um, Oh, and I can't remember his name, the other guy. It'll come to me, but they have a, a... a program key person of influence and they've got a book that they offer and it's free usually i think you might even be able to find it on free uh, how to become a personal a key person of influence and they talk about going back over the timeline of your life mm. and and just exploring every part of it what do you remember what were you doing how will you show up so the missing part of that that i add is around emotional and it's, and it's really focusing on, well, what, what were those moments where you felt a disconnect, where you felt um, sadness or you felt joy or you felt anger, all of those different parts of, or 
the, the full spectrum of emotions really feel into those parts of your journey. And there you're going to be able to see the patterns. And I'm sorry about this dog. <laughs> okay. You're going to be able to see. It's really the exciting patterns. to get in. <laughs> <laughs> He's not comfortable with this part of the conversation. <laughs> um, then, then you're going to be able to, to really start seeing the patterns and your story will fall in there. As you described, Michelle, when you talked about that, that moment with your friend that you're traveling with, that's now become such an important part of your story. And mm-hmm. what, what I help people to see is after they've done gone through that timeline is how mm-hmm. these same patterns have shown up. And the reason why you can help people in this space is because you've overcome this again and again and again. And not only that, you will continue to overcome these challenges and you'll continue to try and be better in these spaces because you're so passionate about it. So not only will you be able to, when you find what that is, then people will resonate it with resonate with that because they've been through the same thing. You'll be able to take them on a journey going forward on, on the rest of your journey as you continue to grow in this particular area. So yeah, it really is that it really does change everything when you, uh, when you're driven to make an impact, when you can find the real key elements of that story. Yeah. And do you suggest like sitting down and meditating on it or writing it in a journal or are there any like tangible tools that you suggest using? Yeah, absolutely. Meditation. Speaking it into your, speaking it into an app or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it comes down to, well, definitely meditation. So finding mm-hmm. yourself a place of peace, getting out in nature, physically grounding. So shoes off, feet on the ground, connecting mm-hmm. with the earth. There's a, if you look at the science of that, there's a real energy exchange and, and there's, it's really positive for the body, every opportunity to get your shoes off and, and then using the, the type of tool that's going to work for you. So I am kinesthetic. So pen and paper works best for me, but I'm also a conversationalist. So being able to speak into a, a recorder or when I talk it out with people often to help mm-hmm. me get that. If you're more of a detailed person, then maybe it's a system or a process. And if you're more a visual person, then, then get really visual, draw, mm-hmm. paint, uh, use graphic design, whatever it is to start piecing it all together. And then it will become easier because you're using tools again it comes back to that place of flow and that ease when you're using tools that will work best for you then you can really start peeling back those layers and Mm. finding more of that story in a really effortless way so for someone who maybe like uh, like am i in flow i don't know if i'm in flow what are some clues that they're in flow for sure that things are flowing for them it's like it's like everything's sped up but but slow at the same time if that makes any sense so when i say Mm -hmm. sped up you can lose four hours of your life and just go, wow, that went really fast. And yet as you were working, it was like you were seeing moves ahead. You knew what was coming next. You almost knew the thought before it came to you. And it just like, I'm getting tingles now talking about it. It just (laughs) feels so good. You're loving what you're doing and you're doing what you love. It, it, there's no place for stress or anxiety when you're in flow. It's actually more of a euphoric state. And so uh, the, the best way I, the best metaphor for me is sport because that's been my background, but it's when you're playing a game and for anyone who's played sport, you would have had, hopefully had at least one moment like this where it was like you were on automatic pilot and you knew where the people were going to be, you knew where the ball was going to be, you knew where you had to be, but at the same time you didn't have to think about it because 
you were just there and it just happened. And then you look back and, and go, wow, that was amazing. It's being in that <laughs> sort of zone and everyone can be in that zone every single day. And it, it actually, while it's exhausting, once you've finished, it just, it just constantly energizes you and lights you up. Um, we were talking about our friend Dan McPherson before mm. um, he talks about, um, you know, do more of what lights you up. And I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more because it's what lights you up that, that where your flow is, it's where your alignment is. Mm-hmm. So that thing that you just, you know, jumping out of your skin to talk about and you can't wait to tell people, then, then that's where you're going to find your flow. Cool. So if you're sitting at a job right now, or maybe you're not feeling that flow, it's time to start thinking about some, some, some ways that you can get into the flow, maybe get into nature and get grounded. I know my kids live barefoot, like, uh, like all summer long. And I was like, put your shoes on. And then I'm like, no, actually you should probably just run around in the grass. Probably good for you. <laughs> just go run yeah. around, just be kids, be with nature. It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. And and you mentioned people at a job, you can still have an impact at a job. Mm-hmm. So before I was doing this work full time and I was learning about all these different things, it was like, well, how can I introduce this to my, my current workplace? And it's just trying to introduce more of your personal flow. So if you, so for example, I was a, um, I was a extrovert, a conversationalist working in a detail focused role and wondering why I was exhausted all the time. I was starting to think I had a serious illness, whereas really it's just I was out of my flow. And then realizing that conversation was my space, I just started to make that as much a part of my day as possible. Mm. And so if you are in a job where part of what you do is difficult, how can you add the bit that does light you up into that role and just start there, start in the environment you're in. It's not about suddenly I'm going to quit my job and find something that lights (laughs) me up. It's, It's can we find more of what lights us up in our current environment? Yeah, for sure. I can totally relate to that because I know when I'm having interviews with people or I'm speaking or I'm training or I'm teaching or I'm having connection calls or going to networking event, that's my like favorite things to do. And yeah. I could do that all day long, all day long, and it doesn't exhaust me. But getting me behind the computer, <laughs> the details of things, some technology, you know, that kind of stuff exhausts exactly like what you said. Yeah. I think I must be a conversationalist too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. So in what was it, uh, what was it like going from kind of feeling like realizing that you were like in this role that was detail oriented, you're more of a conversationalist, you wanted to get into flow. What were the steps you then took to then get yourself into more flow within your, within your job there? Well, at that time I was like, 2005, my dad passed away and, and I went on a long journey of, of asking questions because I knew at that point that I needed to change my life. But it probably took me uh, about five, six years to actually then start asking good questions where I started finding answers. And it was one of those moments of uh, whether you call it synchronicity, divine intervention, whatever, however you want to look at it, where where I was going to see a oh, my very first mentor talked about this guy who talked about personalities and all the, you know, our strengths. And I was like intrigued. So I started listening to this guy and then he was coming to Australia. I'm like, okay, I'll go see what he does. And then I, and my wife and I went and we were sitting there and I was kind of listening and my mind was obviously processing and look at a lot of things. And my wife's like, did you hear that? Like, that sounds like what you should be doing. And it was around using this tool that he has to help people find their flow and find their genius. And as a, as a sports coach and someone who was you know, in leadership in corporate and, 
and like to help people move forward. So she identified that thankfully and said, you need to go speak to, to this lady, which I did. And that's now become a big part of my program of finding that flow. So then suddenly I'm bringing that to my self at work, to my team. Mm. Thankfully my work, I, like I told them I went and did this course and paid it my own way. And they went, really? I went, yeah, yeah. And they went, Oh, I think we need to pay for that. I'm like, okay, awesome. So then they <laughs> paid it. And then I said, I'd really love to be able to bring this to the team. And it supported what my current uh, manager's thoughts were on strengths. He said to me, don't try and get people's C grade strengths to A grade because you'll never get there. You'll only get them to B minus at best. Find out what they do at an A grade level and take them to an A plus plus. And so when this showed up and I told him this is what I was doing and this tool does exactly that, he was like, yeah, let's do it. So we got everyone in my team, about 25, 30 people profiled and helped them to find their flow and it allowed us to restructure our whole team so that, yes, we had to still get our work done and there were elements of your role that you still need to do, but let's add these parts of flow. And then suddenly people wanted to come to work mm. and suddenly we had engagement increase, suddenly we had uh, less sick days, all of those things. So I just started doing what I wanted to do as a role later down the track in my head, I already had that thought and just started adding it to my, to my workplace. And, and it wasn't like that happened quickly. It, it happened over a few years of just mm-hmm. continuing to bring more value, which is we've gone full circle. What I was talking about before mm-hmm. bringing more value, seeing my value. And I made some really big strides forward in corporate over those years as I suddenly saw my value and was adding more to the environment. Wow, that's cool. So would you uh, say that really it's a matter of finding the right tool that fits for you and then finding and then taking the steps to you really use that tool and really, you know, get yourself into into the flow? Yeah, and it doesn't always have to be a tool. Sometimes it could just be a really simple system or process or mm-hmm. just a, a different way of working or a new belief is probably the key part. Mm. Um I remember someone saying to me, oh, you, that's not what you said before. And I'm, and like these days I'm like, my beliefs are changing like mm. daily as I, new information comes to me. And some of that information is what I read. Some of it's just from meditation and, and from having those places of peace. So change, continuing to, to upgrade your belief system, be open mm. to looking at what else is out there. If it's a tool, great. If it's just a, a, a daily practice that you can add in to your day. Maybe it's something, a way of you sharing with other people, whatever it is, it's just being open to what may come. And when, when that thing shows up, that's the important part is like, do you go, Oh no, this is too scary and walk away. Or do you say, well, this is going to take me out of my comfort zone, but it won't take me to panic zone. It'll take me to, to a stretch zone. And, and explore it and, and then you open yourself up. The more you can do that, the more of these opportunities and tools and processes and, and awareness and answers will come to you, the more that you accept the ones that do show up when you've asked for them. <laughs> that's a whole other topic of recognizing yeah, exactly. them when they show up <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. that's awesome and so Ian for our audience that are thinking that are really resonating with what you're saying and they're like I need some support in this or I need someone to help me like figure out what that is how can people reach out and work with you yeah well uh, just a thought that came to me when we were talking about this because I knew you were going to ask this question and I hadn't <laughs> thought about it but at the moment I've got I've got a goal to to try and hit 20 people to for this month 
to actually start finding that alignment so that they don't need to know any more information, but they need to get their message out there. They need to have that impact. So, so for, for your audience, I'd say oh, I'm happy to have a session with them to help mm-hmm. them find that. And obviously we're not going to have all the answers then, but if I can steer them in the right direction, then mm-hmm. that'll absolutely help. So I don't know like, if we say four people, four people from your network, the first four that say that they're, they're interested and want to have a chat with me. Well then let's do that. Otherwise uh, Facebook's where I spend most of my time. Um, I'm all on all the other socials as well, but that's where I'm going to be spending most of my time. And, and then we can, you know, add the rest of my details, website and so on in the notes as well. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So for those of you that are thinking about um, what we're saying and going, I think, you know, I really could use some support in this space, reach out to Ian. He's offering to help you get some clarity. I think that's a really big key. It's like getting clear on what you want to do. And I know I took me a long time to get clear on what I wanted to do. And, and, you know, I found that once I picked a lane, uh, things were expedited, right? So I think it's a matter of, you know, if you're feeling like you're doing a million different things and not any of them are as moving forward, I think that would be a good indicator to reach out to Ian and have a call. If you're feeling like you're not, you know, you're drained, you're exhausted, that's a good indicator to reach out to Ian. So, um, so yeah, so find Ian on Facebook, we'll put uh, his links to his website and all his information in our show notes. And uh, any last words of advice, Ian, from the old wise, Ian, uh, before we let you go? Not not old, I just meant like the wise. No, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was feeling old this morning. Like I, it was like more like right? old, old, like OL, right? Not old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I would say be patient with yourself on the journey because too often we, we get in this space where we start beating ourselves up. And I know I can still be guilty of this at times. Like, why can't I move forward in this? And then I'll go to see my energy healer or, or I'll get a session from my coach and I'll clear whatever that was. And I'll suddenly I'll be moving forward. And I'm like, why do I keep doing that? Why do I keep beating myself up when I know there's a block there that that's not my fault. I can't control it. All I can do is identify that as a block and then go and do the work to get it cleared. So be patient if things are showing up. If you're feeling like you can't move forward, then that's okay and just be patient. But when the signs show you, so if you are ill or you're sick or whatever, and then yes, absolutely get medical attention, but then don't just get a mask to put over that. Don't just get a Band-Aid solution, but explore what has caused that. And there you will find your answers to be able to move forward, but patiently with yourself. Mm. Be nice to yourself. (laughs) Love yourself. Be kind to yourself. (laughs) Do unto yourself as you would others. And it's usually the other way around, right? (laughs) But I think that is easier said than done sometimes, but yes, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> totally. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with us today, Ian. It's been really great just diving into your world and all the really interesting things that you're doing and how you can really see like your journey has morphed over the last few years. And like, really like, it's really cool to see the clarity and like the momentum uh, that you've gotten and, and not that you're helping others do it as well, which is really cool. So thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome, Michelle. And thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right, Amplify You team, go reach out to Ian on social media or to his website. Everything's linked in the show notes. And until next time, you guys go out there and be great and share your message with the world. Until next time. 
Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.